welcome to Easy Pulse, the podcast that beats into the of Eurovision. My name's Kylie. Hello, hi. And as always, joining me, we have John. Hello. Hello, hi. Hello, <laughs> and uh, welcome to part two of our somewhat unofficial um, Eurovision 2020 review. Uh, where we'll be talking about uh, semi-final two and uh, the three finalists that would have been voting in this semi-final. And... Um, uh, yeah, I think we've got a fair few talking points that we're going to go through with this semi-final. I think it's quite an interesting <laughs> one to discuss. Oh, absolutely. Let, let's dive in. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's not waste any time. Okay, so starting off with the song that would have uh, opened the semi-final is Greece. And uh, we know that um, Stefania is coming back, um, which is good. And um, I have to say, with um, with her 2020 song, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, like, I'm not a massive fan of it, but like, considering that um, that Demetrius, what what's his face, the, who's part of the dream team with Kirikorov, um, he, he he was behind the song. I was expecting something really dated and horrible, but actually, this is a fairly contemporary teeny bopper kind of song with that kind of classic Greece at Eurovision ethno pop spin on it. Ouch, harsh burn at the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> um Dimitris Kontopoulos, I think is his name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I always forget I always forget what a surname is because it's one of those ridiculously long Greek surnames. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, this this was interesting to have Greece opening the show, but even more interesting that Stefania would have kind of been on home turf. Oh yeah, because she did grow up in the Netherlands, and she was actually actually went to junior Eurovision and uh, for the Netherlands as part of um, Kisses and Dancing. Yes, Kisses and Pancakes. Dutch pancakes now. Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. But anyway, um anything else on Greece before we move on? Nah. Nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up we go to song number two, which was Estonia, and um Yeah. I'll just say up front, this I'm pretty sure this was my last place of all the songs this year. I mean, it granted it's not the worst Eurovision song I've ever heard, but uh, I I just I just find it so ploddy and cheesy and uh, it's, no, it's just just not for me. Sorry. So you're not feeling it, I take it. No. No. I, 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 <laughs> I wonder why. Um, see, Uk, they've invited Uku back to East Ilal next year. Okay. Which I, which I, which I think is 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 a good idea. Um, shame that they haven't invited him directly, but of course, 
ASD Loud is quite a big event, and I think I think the fans would miss it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like SD Lala is not just a national final. It's actually something that's pretty important for the local in mu local music industry in Estonia. So it's understandable that they wouldn't want to skip it. True, true. Now, um, we we blogs pointed out the other day that um, all of Okusavistis. Um, past East Laurel entries have been very different in style from each other. So I'm thinking there's a chance that you may end up liking his song next year. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, rule that out. I mean, I don't think he's a bad singer or anything like that. So, you know, it's, you know, it's potential that I might like his song next year. We shall see. Yeah, we shall see. Okay, so um, next up we'll go to song number three, which is Austria, and uh, I honestly thought that this was going to open up the semi-final, but hey-ho. Um, I actually didn't mind this song. I thought it was quite a quite a good kind of Bruno Mars pastiche, nice up-tempo, uh, radio-friendly song, and um, yeah, I, I, I think this would have had a decent chance if uh, the contest went ahead. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I do mind it, unfortunately. Um, oh. <laughs> it, it's um, quite dance-you-off-ish and if, if, you're, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that that's, that kind of song is not really my cup of tea. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Ah. <laughs> uh. But we know that uh, Vincent is coming back, so maybe you could do yeah. like something similar, just maybe a bit more to your taste, maybe? Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, just making sure that it's still recording. Yeah, it's still got, got the audio up there. It's fine. Okay, so um, next up we'll go to Moldova. And, um... Vincent! <laughs> Um, yeah, I wasn't really a fan of this. I mean, I mean, it, it's quite a shame that uh, Natalia didn't get her big Eurovision comeback in her own right. But uh, to me, the song was just so dreary. I mean, how would I, how I would describe the song is that it's basically you are the only one, but with all elements of fun stripped away from it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh well, it's a guilty pleasure for me, I have to say. Um, not many people seem to like prison, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I do. Um, and part of me would like Moldova to save a bit of money and just give it to Natalia Gordienko and Filip Kukurov for next year? I mean, yeah, that, that that would be a good idea. I mean, the last couple of years they've even struggled to have a full national final, so, and, and um, they're not exactly rolling in money, are they? So it would probably be the most sensible idea. Yes, and, and Philip has all the monies. <laughs> Of course. Someone has to pay for that weird bouffant that he has. <laughs> uh. 
Oh. Uh, okay, so um, let's move on to uh, San Marino. Another singer that um, was going to have a, their big Eurovision comeback, although we do know that Senate is coming back, which is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was quite interesting because, you know, if you remember her 2011 entry, it was a very kind of serious, um, understated ballad. And then she comes back with a more, like, up-tempo, disco-y kind of entry. So it was quite interesting to see a different side of her as an artist. And uh, hopefully um, next year she goes a similar route I agree and I'm starting up my Sin Heat for Saturday hashtag right now Hey! because <laughs> you know we have only legends on the San Marino top table and I want Sin Heat to be up there with Sir Hatton and Valentina hey that would be quite um quite a powerful trio I think oh yes <laughs> Oh, but we've got loads of time to come up with the the with hashtag merch. <laughs> we could all get prepared for that to to uh, for everyone to bring it to Rotterdam, so we can manifest hashtag send it for Saturday into oh, reality. Oh, idea! <laughs> I mean, I mean, we managed to do it with Suhat, so why not? <laughs> Oh, well, it's only give or take a couple of vowels or consonants. It's, <laughs> it's the same. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, let's make it happen. Well, yeah, talking of San Moniz legends, uh, have you seen on, on the internet that Valentina has put her Airbnb up? Oh, yeah, I did see that on Twitter the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we've got to do that. Yes, yes. Like, you know, we said on the first part of this podcast that uh, we wanted to do a um, trip to Italy. <laughs> Maybe we could stop off at San Marino on the way and we could both rent out Val Valentina's house. <laughs> that would be so oh. awesome. The ultimate Eurovision experience. <laughs> I uh, really think so. Oh, <laughs> oh, this sounds like a dream come true. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to song number six, which is the Czech Republic. And um, I think it's fair to say we had a bit of a roller coaster. Paul Benny had a bit of a roller coaster ride with this song. Poor, poor Benny. Yeah, because first of all, like when his song first got picked, he got a lot of hate from the fans, and then he was like, "Okay, um, I will, I, I will make the song better." And then he put out the revamp, and, and the internet pretty much broke because it the mixing was just sounded a bit off. And then he was like, "Okay, I uh, okay, if, uh, I will try to make it." sound better and then he put out put out the final final vinyl version and um it, it, it actually turned out pretty well in my opinion i mean yes i 
I personally love the original, but I do think that that the final version, the absolutely final version that he put out would have sounded really good on the Eurovision stage. And I do think that it um, helped uh, break up a little bit of the monotony a little bit. Um, but And uh, I'm really, really glad that Benny's getting another chance and I'm hoping that he can bring up uh, another bop like that <laughs> next year. I really hope so. And I think Benny may have learned a lesson. Don't listen to the YouTube comments. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like the fandom gets it right all the time. I mean, how many fan flops have we had over the last couple of decades? I think Kamama would have done really well. I, 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 I don't get what people didn't see in it. Yeah, I don't get it either because, I mean, it's kind of like a similar sound to Haba Haba, which is a song that the fandom loves, but 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 Benny's song's got a lot less of that Scandi sheen, I guess. I, I, but I, I, I really don't get it. Like, what, what was people's problem with it? I mean, we'll never know how Kamama would have done, but... Um... We're, get, we're getting another chance to see see Benny on the Eurovision stage, so fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers but, crossed. But everything will go well. Yeah. The other sort of good thing about Kimamo is that it sounds really modern, sounds relevant, sounds like what I think is the charts are full of at the moment. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I actually don't know what's quite what's what's songs are big at the moment i haven't checked the charts in a long long time <laughs> well me neither to be a, to be fair i know lady gaga was number one the other week but um oh that song's a bop um that, oh, let me the, have a look um yeah i hang on i got a uh short uh got a shortcut to the official UK charts page. Let me just have a look at that. Do, 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 do. What's number one in the UK now? Um, okay. Apparently the number one single in the UK right now is a song called Rockstar by The Baby. Who the freaking hell is The Baby? <laughs> I don't know, you ask me. <laughs> who, who are all these people in, in the charts? Simba, Topic, <laughs> Pow Fu featuring Bieber Doobie. Oh God, I, I, I'm so <laughs> out of touch. I don't, I don't. Oh, who I'm... is she? touch i don't recognize a lot of these songs i mean like the past few months i've just been listening to pinguini tatachi nucleari <laughs> oh well well that's that's a that's a pretty good headspace to be in to be honest yeah People, people need to listen to them. They're actually such a good, 
they're such a good band like l people listen to their albums you won't be disappointed <sighs> oh. okay so um he's hoping for some remo come back for them oh oh God. oh let me tell you like if ever they end up at eurovision i'm going to be on Bearable, just to warn all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, one can dream. Noted. <laughs> uh, I apologise in advance. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, let's move on to song number seven, which is Serbia. And um, I did hear that um, they're considering bringing Hurricane back, which I think they should do um uh, it, that'll be the smart thing for them to do it's better <laughs> and um yeah i did think that this was a nice solid bit of um balkan pop i thought and i thought it could have gotten a pretty decent result i thought oh uh, we've, we've we've missed out on having a, a euro club bop with that one i think oh I mean, it, they'll still, they'll they'll still play it, and we'll still get to dance to it someday. But we've just got we've just got to wait wait our turn. It's our turn. <laughs> oh. oh God. But but yeah um, yeah as I said it, it would be it would be a smart thing for them to send them again because they're like legitimately big in that region so it, it, it makes sense they're huge they're the biggest girl band in the Balkans it would yeah. make so much sense exactly go on do it do it do it do it <laughs> oh okay so um Next up, we've got song number eight, which is Poland. And um, uh, I don't think we've heard from Poland in terms of adult Eurovision. I know that they're in the middle of organising what is hopefully going to be this year's junior Eurovision. Not wood. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. And, but um, in terms of the 2020 song for, for adult, at least... Um, well, I do think it got a bit of a glow up with the revamp. I, I, it was really not my kind of thing. I just thought it was kind of like a fifth rate attempt at a Bond entry, I thought. Ouch. I wasn't really feeling it either, but I did like some of the lyrics. Um, we're, like, we're like moths to a flame, like birds to a pane of glass. <laughs> Oh, it's so, so poetic, that thud when a bird thinks it's it's doesn't know it's flying through an open window. <laughs> uh, I, I, think I, I think I've seen that happen once and the bird just left a big, a big kind of like... You know when you press up against a window and you left, leave a mark and the, the bird just left this big bird-shaped splat on the window? <laughs> Oh. So I know I've got that image. <laughs> Poor thing. You're going to be thinking of that splat every time you hear Empire. 
random. That. Do you know what? Like, maybe we should like do like a, you know, like they do the Barbara Dex Award every year. Maybe we should do like um like a funniest lyric award or something like that. Oh, absolutely. I don't what know do what... we call it? The, the Empire's Award? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you have any suggestions, send us uh, some on Twitter. I'm, I'm pretty sure our friend Anne will have, like, five hilarious suggestions already as soon as she hears this. <laughs> Cause she's really, oh, yes, I can't she's, wait for that. Because she's really good at coming up with things like that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Anne, by the way, for duetting with Johnny Logan. Oh, yeah! Because of the, the sing-along. Sing-along on the Shine a Light program. Centre stage she was. Yay! I, it was so amazing. Oh. Yeah, are, are, we, are we running the Lyric Awards alongside the Mother of the Mother Hall of Fame or is it going to replace it? No, we can, we can do more than one award. Oh, that reminds me, I still got to put the Mother of Horror of Fame on the website. We got to sort that out. I'm terrible with updating the website, by the way. I need Maybe I need to hire some sort of website admin or something like that. I'm, 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 I'm terrible at running things, <laughs> as, as long-term listeners will know. <laughs> We need a web team. If you want to be our web team, write in. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can organise something. It wouldn't hurt. But you mentioned that Poland are busy with junior Eurovision, and I so hope that we get one, at least one Eurovision thing out of 2020. I, th I, th I think we've earned it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, like, I just feel like like every, most things that I was looking forward to this year was just ruined by that stupid virus. Like, like at the moment, uh, uh, the drag race is going at the moment. But once that's over, I've got nothing else to look forward to this year. <laughs> so we need Aww. Junior to go ahead. <laughs> that sounds so sad. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh well, fingers crossed, not good <laughs> that yeah. we get junior this year. <sighs> okay, so let's move on to song number nine, which would have been Iceland, and oh, it comes another one that really stings, and especially because I talked last episode that I had four songs in mind that could have won the contest had it gone ahead, and I really do think that Iceland was one of them. And yeah, it's just, ah, oh, it's just like we as a fandom have been talking for so long that, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if Iceland won Eurovision and uh, Eurovision and Iceland would be so awesome? And we legitimately had a chance of that happening. But, Oh, it's just oh, it's so painful. It is. And you, and you know, I think they could have done it. You know, this song is still, as at time of recording, middle, middle of June, it's still in the lower reaches of the UK Top 40. Which is incredible, because usually... Usually... 
you get a couple of songs chart uh, in the in the UK after Eurovision week, and then they drop straight out. That this is like legitimately getting like traction, not just the UK. Like it's gen genuinely become a meme. Like you know, it's just like just incredible, just how popular this song has gotten. And this is why I honestly think that if Iceland don't rest Sundarkepnin next year, I think they would be fools. Fools! Yeah. I mean, Iceland have gone internal before. I'm pretty sure that both times Selma went to Eurovision, she was an internal selection. She was, indeed. Yeah, and I, did, I think I did hear Darby say that he was... Just basically going to see how it goes. He's just he's gonna write music as normal and see how it go goes with that. And yeah, I I hope that I hope that he 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 comes up with he decides to give it another go and that he gets internally selected because yeah I, I, yeah I, I really do think like. Like he he could do something he he could do something wonderful again. Look, Iceland have got victory in the palm of their hands, and if they don't take that chance, they it it's 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 stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid not to. I mean, they we could if they don't, we could risk getting. I don't know, our choice 2.0 next year instead. Oh, God. You know, you know how... how um, what's the word? Um, you know, how, how, how stupid would that be? Yeah. Stupid is not the word I'm looking for, but my vocabulary is gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been talking quite a lot. I mean... <laughs> just a little a bit of um, behind the scenes tidbits for all the listeners we've basically been recording both of our 2020 podcasts back to back so so we're, our mouths are getting a little bit worn out <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's whatever the word is it's, it's kind of a lack of insight that I'm looking for yeah <laughs> I it can't would, think it would, of the word it would show great lack of insight if if they didn't send Dathy next year. Yeah, definitely. I can't think of the appropriate word either, but yeah, I, can't, I couldn't agree with you more, pretty much. <sighs> okay, so um, next up, uh, we go to song number 10, which is Switzerland. And um, once again, I've come across a song that I legit thought had a chance of winning this year. I just... Yeah. And we know that Jorn is coming back next year which is good and yeah i just um i just think you know it's been such a long time that we've had a french language song win eurovision and i think this was the best chance of that happening again i i just think this was a really strong french language ballad i mean it was kind of gothic it was kind of profound but simple and I, i've seen 
I saw that video on the on the official YouTube of um, him performing it, an acoustic version, and oh, his voice is so good live. I really do think this would have been amazing on the Eurovision stage, and I really hope that his song next year is just as good. And ah, oh, I, I, I again, it kind of annoys me because because. Uh, it's another country that w that has had 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 like hasn't won in quite a while, and this was the best chance of doing so. It's just ah, oh, it's just so unfortunate. Yeah, this is an another sad loss for me, and like you said, I really hope that this new song from him will be just as special. Um, as you said, it's been a long time since a French language song won. In fact, the last one was for Switzerland in 1988. <laughs> um, and I think Switzerland had the last French song to go top three as well, which was in 93. Oh, yeah. And I know somebody, um, I know a lady in, in the Eurovision fan circle whose favourite song ever um, is now Répondez-moi. Um, Aww. So, uh, I really hope for her and for all of us that um, we get something just as good next year. Yeah. Okay, so um, next up we go to song number 11, which is Denmark. And we know definitely that um, Ben and Tan are not coming back because... Um, DR have made it clear that they want to start afresh for next year, which is kind of a shame, but I kind of understand the decision. And um, I do think that Denmark would have done pretty well because I do think this was a really good, catchy pop song, I think. I mean, I know it's very typically Danish and uh, we all love to make fun of like the Danish style in Eurovision, but I do think this was like the Danish... Typical Danish entry done well, I think. Yeah, I feel sad for them because they still haven't had that performing yes in front of an audience scenario. Oh yeah, because because of the because um, of the closed door national final. Yeah, that that was weird. It was quite eerie, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm some part of me is hoping that. They decide to enter uh, DMGP again in the near future. Um, yeah, yes was a really one of Denmark's best songs, I think, in the last few years. Yeah. And I, I feel sad for them. So I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they will come back soon. Yeah. Oh well. Okay, so next up is song number 12, which is Albania, and um, uh, I don't think we've heard anything about what Albania's going to be doing, but um, in terms of the 2020 song, uh, just yeah, it's just very kind of beige for me. <laughs> beige? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I remember. It's funny because it was the first song that we got all those yeah. months ago, and I can remember the chorus, but I can't really rem remember the the verses. Yeah. Which is really odd, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, they'll probably they'll probably stick with 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 Fikmas, but <laughs> it wouldn't be Christmas without Fikmas. <laughs> I know. Like I know. The, like, can we, can this pandemic end by by then? <laughs> that would be our, that would be our our Christmas wish. <laughs> what are we gonna do for Christmas without Fikmas? I don't know, spend time with our families, I guess. <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, of course. Well, uh, like, I, I have no problem with my family, at least. <laughs> just... <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's just those family gatherings that are just kind of a bit awkward. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> ah... Okay, so um, next up we go to song number 13, which is Finland, and I know that this is kind of a controversial pick, but um, and we, uh, I know we all are sad that Chichulina didn't win, and blah blah blah, but uh, as I said in the first part of the episode, it's kind of like the fan favourites that didn't win the national finals kind of got off uh, kind of got off a bit, little bit lucky because they didn't have to go through the massive heartbreak of oh oh you go to your vision or oh, wait no you're not uh, but um but outside that I do think while it's not the best entry ever I do think it was a very pleasant kind of mid-tempo-ish ballad and um yeah yeah I think you'll agree that the lyrics are kind of in hindsight a little bit Poignant. Yes, we never know what we had until it's over and we're looking back. Oh. I know. Since yeah, since everything that's happened with the virus and everything in our lives being postponed or cancelled, that does that line does hurt, and it 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 makes it makes this song a little more emotional. Then it might it might have been before when everyone was um, still mourning the loss of um, our um, the Ciccolini song, um, but I really like looking back actually. Yeah. And um, I hear that Axel is um, preparing songs to enter in next year's Uncor. So yeah, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. Oh. Okay, so next up, song number 14, which is Armenia. And um, I don't think they've said anything unless, I'm, uh, unless I've missed something. No, it's all gone quiet. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, while I'm not, not a massive fan of this song, I do think that it did get a glow up with the revamp. And uh, I did really like the video. It looked, looked very, very cool, I thought. And... Um, yeah, I think um, yeah, I think um, it would have been interesting seeing what they would have done with the staging for that one. Yeah, for a long time this was my last place, but as you say, it has been quite majorly grown up. <laughs> um, um, you know, I would still like. Athena, if she does come back to have a song where she mostly sings <laughs> rather than talks through the song. Um, but it has grown on me, this one. Uh, yeah, I, 
quite like it if she came back. Like, I do think that she'd, like, have, like, like a classic kind of, like, Armenian-style bop that the fandom goes crazy over, I think. <laughs> yeah, she may well get Armenia back into the final, even. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so next up, song number 15, which was Portugal, and, um... Yeah, this song is just a complete nothing, really. It's just... Yeah, this would have struggled big time in the semi-final, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, it's just... It's just... It's just kind of there. It's not bad, but it's just... Wow, this song sure exists, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a pretty song, but it's not particularly competitive. No. Oh, well. Okay, so um, uh, we've got a few songs left um, in this semi-final to talk about. So next up is song number 16, which is Georgia. And uh, we know that Tornik is coming back, um, which, is, yeah. which I'm happy which I'm happy about, and, um, well, yeah, the, the, his 2020 song was, um, a bit of an acquired taste, um, I did enjoy it a lot because, purely because of just how ridiculous the lyrics were, I mean, you could make so many memes, <laughs> why do you want me to talk like an Englishman? Wow. <laughs> Why do you want me to dress like an Italian? <laughs> I mean, how can you not love those lyrics? Come on. Jetem. <laughs> oh, I forgot about them female backing singers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad he's coming back because... As much as we as much as we appreciate that song, I don't think that song was the one Aww. for him. We've heard better. We've heard much better. We've heard his previous national final entry, which which lives on in our hearts. Yay! <laughs> you are the sunshine. <laughs> oh, epic! <coughs> if we can get that one. If we could get something like that, oh. Ah, uh, you can't see it, but because <laughs> there's a podcast, I'm... obviously. But I just did a big chef's kiss right there. <laughs> oh yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, so next up was song number seventeen, uh, which was Bulgaria, and um, this is the last of the four songs that I thought had a real chance of winning this year. And it's especially painful because this was my favourite of the 2020 songs. It's just, um, and the pop. If anyone knows that my ta everyone, if anyone listening knows my taste in Eurovision entries, that will come as zero surprise to you. But you know, it's just you know, it's just a really lovely ballad. It's also contemporary because I do like that Billie Eilish album, and especially when that orchestra kicks in at the end it, I just get the feels it's oh. just and I'm glad that Victoria's coming back I just really hope that her song is 
is just as good. And I know that um, she's 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 I know she's writing music at the moment and she's saying that she I, I she said on a recent Instagram post that she came up with um something amazing and she can't wait to share it for us I don't know if she's referring to something potentially for Eurovision or not but um yeah it seems like she's very much in her element coming up with new songs and I'm hoping she comes up with something just as special as this song yeah, I think this one hurts the most. Aww. Um, you know, when you think of what could have been, what we could have had, the incredible moment that this song would have created. Yeah. And it makes it—it's one of those ones that makes me nervous to wonder what we're going to get next year. Yeah, so I just hope I just hope it's just just as special. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Okay, and the song that would have closed the semi-final, song number eighteen, is Latvia. Yes. <laughs> um, one of the of our favourite memes out of the the, the twenty twenty songs. <laughs> And um, I believe that, that they've announced that Samantha Tino is coming back next year, which is a good thing because it was... Get in! Because <laughs> it was kind of unfortunate that, you know, she'd been trying so long to go to Eurovision and then, then it got cancelled. But she's getting another chance, which is good. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> cannot wait. Yeah, she she better make the most out of it. <laughs> oh yes, because still breathing was was that bitch, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not bitch. I'm, I'm... Sorry, that was a drag race reference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That that song has given us, as you say, so, um, memories and memes. Memories. <laughs> I just made that word up. It sounds awful, doesn't it? Um, to to that to last a lifetime. <laughs> I know one meme that I what saw on Twitter that really made me laugh was that um was was when she was, when it went into the drop it was like caused such a seismic force that it made the Eiffel Tower collapse. <laughs> God. I can't remember what in the context it was. I I I I I, I need to refine that, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, my fav my favorite Samantha Tina meme is when she ghost rides the whip. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. No. She's um, she's walking the. She's walking um, alongside a moving car, dancing to her own Eurovision song. <laughs> oh, I need to see that. That sounds funny. <laughs> oh. Okay, so um. Okay, so do we want to move on to the three finalists that would have voted in the semi-final? Oh, we might as well. <laughs> okay, so um, first off, we'll go to France, and um, uh, God, <laughs> one of the memorable, most memorable moments of the national final season, I think we'll all agree, was the release of the 
the, the song with him on on the freaking Eiffel Tower and and and, and like the just the collective reaction of what the crap are you doing? <laughs> this yeah, song is... um, in, in, insert Gavin and Stacey. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, especially is that it? Yeah, especially because the the delegation were hyping it up. It was like, oh my god, the song was so good. We had to cancel the national final for it because the song was just that good. It's gonna blow ev- all the competition away. And basically, we got a a. John Yonlundvik cast off. <laughs> Ouch. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think the song was bad. I mean, yes, it was incredibly cheesy in the in the kind of uh, way that Yonlundvik's ballads tend to be super cheesy, but it was cheesy in a charming way. Hmm. But you know what? Talk about miraculous revamps. Yeah. Really, really glowed up that one. And during the Shine a Light program, a lot of um, casuals and locals were talking about how much they liked the French man. Um, And I think he could have done a lot better than people expected. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the guy is like, the guy is very charismatic, I do think, and conventionally attractive enough for people to swoon on mass. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think, like, only people as charismatic as Jon Lundvik and uh, Tom himself can get away with singing songs that are so cheesy. Because <laughs> remember when he did My Turn in Melody Festival in a couple of years back? Like, everyone was like, oh my god, this is so cheesy. And I was like, I don't care. Just, just looking at your Lundvik's face just makes me smile because, oh, he just seems like a sweet guy and he's so likeable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Next up, we'll go on to Spain and we know that Blas Canto is coming back and um, I do think that his 2020 song was pretty decent. I thought the music video was, like, really cool. And, yes. um, yeah, quite a few of the fandom was kind of poo-pooing it when it, <clears throat> excuse me, when it first came out. But I thought it was like a decent kind of mid-tempo song. I thought. Yeah, I thought there was nothing wrong with this at all. Yeah. I mean, but... it, prob- it probably it probably fell out of favour as more songs were coming through in, as the season went. You know, it was it was pretty good, and I think there's there's potential for something good next year. I mean, he's he's quite a popular name in the Spanish music sphere at the moment. Mm, uh, Triunfo or something like that, and it, it, he did sound oh, yeah. good live, so, you know, whether we like it or not, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> United Kingdom. Um, <laughs> this was accidental, by the way. We didn't intend for this to be the last one to talk about, but, um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent song like decently catchy and i know it's kind of like kind of like same old um radio 2 
uber safe kind of entry, but I don't think didn't think it was like terribly. I don't think it was like terrible or anything. I thought it was quite like a decent song. I thought, and uh, I would like to see James come back next year. He deserves to come back. Yeah, I think I think this would have been a surprise Dewey hit. Yeah, I could see that. Um. And yeah, who do, who do, who doesn't love a Yorkshireman, and who doesn't stand somebody who can make a good egg and bacon sandwich? Ah, <laughs> I've I've only been to Leeds. That's I think that think, um, that's the only place in Yorkshire I've ever been. But uh, it was quite a nice city, I thought. So yeah, no, nothing wrong with Yorkshire. Leeds is okay. York's better. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I've never been to York, but I've heard good things about it. And of course, I've heard good things about the Whitby, the Whit, uh, sorry, the Whit, the Whitby Goth Festival. <laughs> oh, I've, I've never been to the festival, but I've been to Whitby. And gorgeous. Ah, oh, that's good. Like, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it where Bram Stoker wrote Dracula or something? Oh, you could be onto something there. Something to do do with church steps or something. It's coming back to me. Um, Hang on. I need to bring this up because otherwise I'll be just talking rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) So... Just kind of humming the Jeopardy yeah. theme tune while you're looking it up. <laughs> yeah, apparently Whitby features in the in the Dracula book. Ah, okay. <laughs> ah, but yeah, well, I I, I miss travelling around Europe. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, one day I will come back for good. I mean, I I like it here in New Zealand, but it's just too far away from everything. I everywhere that I want to go. Yeah, New Zealand looks like such an amazing country. It's just it's just a shame that it's just so isolated. Yeah. Maybe um, we could oh, like that... maybe like in that in um uh, that. Copenhagen bit with when they dragged Australia by helicopters and stuff like that. They could do the same oh, with yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> Bring New Zealand up here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that's it. That's all the 2020 songs talked about. Um, we finally got to it. I know it's been a long wait for you, the listeners, but we finally got there, eventually. Better late than never, I guess. <sighs> yeah, it was quite a quite a bittersweet um, thing to talk about, but yeah, I, I've, I had a lot of fun doing a podcast with you again, John. <laughs> yeah, me too. And uh, I think this was a good, a, as good a time as any to, to get it done. Because um, we, we've had we've had time to let all the events soak in and you know accept things, and we've got next year's Eurovision hopefully 
to look forward to. You know, I don't, I don't care how they, I don't, I don't care how they get it done as long as there is a contest. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if we can't get in the arena. Just, it really doesn't matter as long as it as long as it happens somehow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't care just as long as it's on the TV. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but anyway, um, so um, what are we gonna do next? So um, yeah, we'll probably um, uh, give it a couple of weeks and then we'll do a retro review. Um, we're probably gonna. I'm just probably thinking maybe we'll do an older one because well, we've done a lot of <laughs> recent years in our past retro reviews and we don't want to end up with all the older ones that the teenagers won't have heard of and left at the end. So we'll probably, probably the next few um, retro reviews will be kind of older ones. Yeah, good idea. Um, so, do you have a year in mind, or do you want me to just like random dot org it? <laughs> um, I don't mind if you want to if you want to pick one out of thin air. Okay, um, let me just have a look at um, what years we haven't done. Um, Most of the nineteen sixties, I think. Yeah, I think maybe we could do a sixties one. And the seventies. Yeah, maybe we could do a 60s one. Um, what, other, what 60s ones we haven't done? Um, so we haven't done 1960, 1961, 1962, 1964, 1965, 1966, and 1969. Uh, so me, most, maybe, most of the 60s. <laughs> uh, let me just random.org it. Let me just give you a second. Do, 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 do. Okay, and the t uh, gonna press randomize, and the top one will be the one we cover next. Okay, here we go. Nineteen sixty-five. Okay, I can do that one. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, indeed. There's quite yeah. a few talking points about with that yes. one. Do you know? I don't think I've watched that one in full yet. I haven't watched. I don't think I've watched it in full, and I uh, don't think I've watched uh, any of the songs in quite a while. So yeah, it'll be a nice refresher for me. <laughs> wow, I'm really looking forward to that. Yay! So that'll um, we'll probably have that done sometime within the next month um, we'll have the voting form up shortly on our website which is ecpulse.com uh, but anyway thank you very much for listening to this podcast and until next time we'll see you then goodbye adieu